of my faithful and loyal viewers and readers and listeners. Welcome to another segment of verse of the day. Today's verse comes from Isaiah 6, 18. It says, Then I heard the voice of the Lord asking, Who should I send? Who will go for us? I said, Here I am. Send me. So Isaiah 6, 1 through 7, lays the groundwork for today's passage. And I'd say, uh, 6, 1 through 7, we see this. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a high and lofty throne. The hem of his robe filled the temple. Seraphim were standing above him. They each had six wings. With two they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they flew. And one called to another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of armies. His glory fills the whole earth. The foundations of the doorway shook the sound of their voices, and the temple was filled with smoke. I said, Woe is me, for I am ruined, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and because my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of armies. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, and in his hand was a glowing coal that he had taken from the altar with tongs. He touched my mouth with it and said, Now that this has touched your lips, your iniquity is removed, and your sin is atoned for. So in this specific sees God in all his majesty and glory. We see that in the presence of such holiness that Isaiah felt the weight of his sinfulness and that he feared for himself because he knew that God did not tolerate uncleanliness in his presence. And God made a way for Isaiah to stand in his presence and in doing so he also prepared uh, he also prepared Isaiah for the calling he was going to give him. He prepared Isaiah by Justified 
because in his forbearance he left the slings to men before he unpunished them. The third one comes from Colossians 1, 19-20. It says, For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and for him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, making peace through his blood shed on the cross. The last one comes from Titus 3, 4-5. through It says, But when the kindness and love of, our God, of God our Savior appeared, <coughs> he saved us not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of the rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. So in answer to our previous question, how did Jesus save God's people? Jesus died on the cross to pay for our sins, resurrected from the grave to give us new life, and ascended to heaven to reign as our King. Just think about it for a moment. If you only had a few minutes to talk about Jesus with someone else, what would you say? For example, if you were on a short elevator ride and someone asked you what you believed, how would you talk about your faith? Paul summarized the good news of the gospel in several places. But one time he did, one time he did, he broke it into four main points. Jesus was crucified for our sins. He was buried in a tomb. And he rose from the dead. It was all in accordance with the scriptures. But what if you were talking to someone, a family member, a friend, or an acquaintance who doesn't know anything about God, about the Bible, or about Jesus? What would you say? And how would you relate it all to the death and resurrection of Jesus, which is the heart of the good news? As an example, 